Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Bobby Ebert's Cajun Cannon Restaurant voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor, a place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Ebert's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyEbert's.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Ebert's Cajun Cannon a restaurant. So good. Inside New Orleans, I'm your host, Eric Asher. 106.1 FM, Nash Icon. That's right, we bring you home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6. 
listen live on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app. You can take those apps with you anywhere and uh, check out the program. Nash FM 106.1 and ericasher.com on the World Wide Web. And, of course, our podcast is available on all the major podcasting platforms, Anchor being our home base. Normally is posted, uh, the show is posted about uh, 20 minutes after the program ends, so you can go ahead and check it out at your leisure. Uh, if you missed us at 1 o'clock this afternoon, you missed us a lot on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Every Thursday at 1 p.m., we have a live broadcast from WLAE-TV. We're also live streaming on the WLAE-TV YouTube page. Chris Hagan was our guest. We, uh, we took the um, uh, and dissected the uh, Pelican situation. Uh, also talked about the Saints and the LSU and Tulane. Uh, LSU had best baseball coaching job. And uh, talked a little bit about Tulane as well and what's happening in the future of, uh, of uh, Travis Jewett. If you missed us this afternoon, tonight, 6 o'clock on LAE, 10 o'clock on the Deuce, uh, 9 o'clock tomorrow night on Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on WLAE, Saturday at 2 a.m. on the Deuce, 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television, Saturday afternoon, always at ericasher.com, always on our social media platforms, at eric underscore asher on Twitter, eric asher on Facebook, and, of course, on the WLAE TV YouTube page. I'll be posting that program sometime later on this evening for you, so you'll have that on, on, on our social media pro, uh, pro, uh, platforms in case, for some reason, you know, again, you're out and about, can't see this, the program. Well, we got a jam-packed show for you today. Today's program is brought to you by the Oceana family of restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, uh, and Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant, along with, again, the Hideout Bar. Uh, and, of course, uh, this half hour brought to you by Oceana Grill, voted as the uh, top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. They're open seven days a week for you, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. If you love breakfast, you've got to try the breakfast over at Oceana. Uh, I'm telling you, this is not hyperbole. It is a fantastic breakfast. It uh, starts at 8 a.m., goes all the way to 1 p.m. Lunch and breakfast overlap a little bit, and, of course, you've got the dinner menu as well. Uh, Cajun Creole dishes that are absolutely fantastic for lunch and dinner. And, and when I tell you the cocktails that, are, that will amaze you, I mean, I'm not kidding. The mixologists are, are out of sight. Uh, they are so creative. Some of the drinks that they bring out, you get oohs and ahs throughout the dining room when they're, when they're bringing them out to your table. You can also dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard. Uh, during the day, it's beautiful. At night, it's spectacular. You can also have your next event there as well. Five private rooms that can accommodate from uh, 10 to 120 guests. Also, you can dine in those uh, private rooms. And uh, family-friendly, also dog-friendly as well. Uh, it's an, a place for an incredible dining experience with friends or family or there's someone special. Uh, order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Find out everything you need to know about it at Oceanagrill.com. And, of course, uh, whether it's char-grilled oysters, whether it's oysters on the half shelves, Louisiana seafood, uh, they got you covered at Oceana Grill, the best time off Bourbon Street. Now, remember... Still doing that construction on uh, Conti between Bourbon and Royal. But there is a way, uh, the, the opening of the sidewalk right to the left as you're walking toward uh, Esplanade, or again, the opposite way if you're walking toward Canal Street, you can slide right in on Conti and get right into Oceana Grill. Get over there and, again, enjoy a great meal at Oceana Grill. Today on the program, just about two seconds away, is Ali Cassell of the Bird Rights. They'll be followed by Jordy Collada of the Jordy Collada Show talking LSU baseball. And then we finish up with Will Guillory of the Athletic, uh, who uh, will join us at 5.35 this afternoon. 5 o'clock, uh, I'll, I'll be talking a little bit about what's going on with the Pels. Uh, so, again, let's jump into it. My good friend Ali Cassell, the Bird Rights, joins us each and every week. And last week we were breaking down the roster. We were talking about possible draft choices. This week, uh, well, it's just an, an implosion, and explosion out on airline drop. Welcome, Ali. How are you today? How are you doing, Eric? I'm doing well. Wish we didn't have this dark cloud all of a sudden appear over our head. Over our head. Yep, no doubt. You know what's interesting is that, and look, 
I do not blame uh, the local media because it is so difficult to be able to uh, be in a situation during a COVID-19 um, uh, protocols where, again, you're not able to get into the facility, be in the locker room, be around the players, be in there after the games in the locker room, and to be able to get really good information or at least, again, body language, you know, hear little tidbits about what's going on. Uh, and because it seemed that no one really knew, again, how deep the, uh, the dysfunction was uh, within the organization. And that starts, again, with the players on the court not wanting to play for Van Gundy all the way up to, again, uh, the dysfunction that, that we're finding out that, that's involved with David Griffin and, and, of course, his moves on the court and what's going on off the court as well. Uh, it's, it's really been a whirlwind 24 hours. Uh, it really has, Eric. This, this has really kind of blown up in the Pelicans' faces, especially David Griffin's. Nobody's more than David Griffin's. He, he's completely responsible, 110% for the roster, for the coaching staff, you name it. He's got his fingerprints all, all over it. And a year ago, everybody was excited, despite the fact that the Pelicans fell on their faces in the bubble. They had entered before the pandemic shut things down. They, they were on a really good streak, playing well. They thought moving on. Then everybody thought moving on from Alvin Gentry after that uh, poor bubble display would be a very good thing, especially for Zion Williams. So getting a coach in here who would teach discipline, get these guys to play defense, and Stan seemed like the great hire, but none of that worked out, Eric, at all. And so – yeah, the players didn't take the stand. He was apparently just too out of touch, right? T- traditional coach, these young guys, these young stars coming up in the league today, they just don't understand what that means to play for one of these traditional coaches, right? They don't like to take that harsh criticism. Stan, you know, let's face it, he didn't pull I mean, any punches. When the team played poorly, he would call them out. And I'm sure in practices behind closed doors, he was just as relentless, if not more trying to get these guys to play the way he saw fit. And, of course, they failed in that respect. They didn't take to his complicated defense. I mean, Pelicans had the worst defense there for probably two months straight in the entire league, maybe in entire league history. So the connection never fits. So there was really no choice. Griffin had to let him go. But, again, now the Pelicans are in a very precarious position, right? Zion's about to have his third different head coach in his third NBA season, and – now there's talk that Zion, but people within Zion's family are not happy with the situation, as they should not be. And as we know, stars control everything. So, boy, there's so much pressure to get everything right now, especially for this season. Ali Gassel, the bird rights, is with us. Ali, I want to go back for a second because you brought something up that, that again, that, that, that re- kind of rekindled my memory. Everything seemed to be going well until they got in the bubble last year. And, if you, and, and, and again, I remember to you about it though it was already out from what i understand um uh, at that point alvin gentry knew he was not going to be returning uh and was there, is there a possibility that maybe the team knew this as well and that's why they didn't play so well i mean they, they quit in the bubble you had the situation where zion leaves the bubble for a for a week so so-called medical emergency you know when you look back on that now you wonder okay what was going on there i think they did when i think back to it as well. I didn't get complete uh, confirmation on this, but I do remember Alvin talking about how it was a little more difficult than he would have expected uh, playing under, excuse me, coaching under David Griffin, because David's a very hands-on guy, and that's really coming out of the news now, but I remember in practices, he was always there walking in between the courts, really staying close, talking to people. That's where Bell Dance you may have seen him occasionally once a week up in the bleachers, not talking to anybody, right? Not getting anybody's here. And now that we learn that 
you know, Stan Van Gundy has also had to basically deal with whatever Griffin wants in terms of rotations, which players are playing, how they're playing, that type of input for him to take in. And you have to assume Alvin did as well. So I'm sure that became definitely public amongst the players too. So you're right. I think we can definitely point a finger at things going south in the bubble for more than just players not really wanting to travel to Orlando. Right. And yes, no doubt. I mean, again, when you look at it now, you kind of see yourself, wait a minute. Was this a situation where the players really wanted to keep Gentry around? Because he was a player's coach. And, uh, you know, again, a lot of the players like playing for him. Now, we full come full circle. He goes with Van Gundy. You and I have talked about this throughout his, his tenure here. I always said there was an expiration date on it. I just didn't think it would be yesterday. Okay. Uh, but now we're finding out that uh, when you want to be hands-on, Griffin is a little bit more hands-on than maybe, again, you want your uh, vice president of basketball operations to be. Um, May again, um, um, getting involved in maybe lineups, who should be playing, who shouldn't be playing. I mean, to an extent, you want your front office involved in that, but coaches have to coach. GMs have to be able to handle, again, what's going on within, with, within their realm. And the same thing for vice president of basketball operations. Do your job, not the other guy's job. Exactly, and I think we saw some of those inconsistencies show up this year. Jackson Hayes didn't deserve minutes, not even a single minute in the first six weeks of the regular season, yet – he was ahead of Willie Hernan Gomez in the rotation. It took for an injury to Jackson, missing a couple of games um, and then getting benched because Willie started playing and he showed that he was playing better. You have to wonder why was Jackson getting run? And then, of course, it seemed like the complete opposite happened later on in the season when Eric Bledsoe continued to get over 30 minutes a game when there were clearly better options, young options, in a lost season that should have been getting more minutes, maybe even starting ahead of Eric Bledsoe. So, you saw this weird dynamic probably come through fruition because of all these weird decisions made by Stan. And you can't have that happen, Eric. You're absolutely right. A coach has to be the sole discretion, or everything at his sole discretion in terms of rotations and stuff like that. Of course, you can give him input, and especially through maybe the analytics department, right? They see things differently. They can point out mm-hmm. to the coach, and usually that works within every system. But overall, at the end of the day, you want Stan making those decisions or whoever's the head coach. So many leaks that are being strategically put out there now. Uh, some are being by the clubs. Some are coming from other agents. Some are coming from other teams. Whatever. Okay. But we find it so, so much. Brandon Ingram had a strained relationship with Van Gundy. Um, Zion, again, talked about the definition of insanity at the end of his, um, uh, his year-end presser. Um, Josh Hart looking for a change of scenery. Uh, we're hearing now again that, he, that Van Gundy didn't cultivate a relationship with ownership, that never developed a rapport with Mrs. Benson. I kind of wonder how you can do that during a COVID-19 shutdown, but okay. Uh, and, and then, of course, we find out again about maybe a little bit too more hands, hands-on with David Griffin. And then the bombshell today of, again, Zion Williamson's camp coming out and saying that members of his family, again, uh, uh, don't think that, uh, uh, you know, that this is the right place for him in New Orleans, that, again, that it's not the, the standard of, for a star like Zion, uh, that, again, uh, the organization is dysfunctional, that Van Gundy was too rigid and demanding. Look, everybody knew Van Gundy was going to be rigid and demanding when he walked in the door. Mm-hmm. I mean, this shouldn't have been a, a – a, uh, this shouldn't have been a surprise to – to Griffin when, when he hired him, I mean, he went from one end of the spectrum to the other, from a guy that was a player's coach to a guy that was going to be, again, a tough and rigid and demanding coach. Uh, and, and, again, that's just not, that's not reading the room, in my opinion. No, and everybody saw this last summer. When you moved from, on from Gentry, you needed some discipline on his team because it was obvious they were not doing everything correctly on the court, developing correctly, playing on both sides of the ball. Sure. So I thought – 
Stan Van Hire, Stan Van Gundy hire was ex- exceptional, actually. But of course, it didn't work out. And so it goes deeper than just the coach, right? We 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 know that we we saw that this season. But I'll tell you what, yeah, that 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 news coming out from the Athletic, and boy, they've done a great job breaking news all week, uh, yes. especially with what's going on with Dallas now. But no you know, doubt. Will, who participated in what's going on with the Pelicans, and particularly Zion. I'm glad that's coming to light because I started hearing about stuff a year ago that Zion's family wasn't happy with how that season unfolded, right? Even though they played well, especially when Zion came back mm-hmm. from injury, they still missed the playoffs, so they weren't happy. And I feel like Alvin Gentry took a bigger fall on that axe than he should have. There was a lot more at fault than just the coaching at the time. But like I said, Zion's family, you could you start hearing rumors that they weren't happy. So we start hearing the same stuff this season throughout the regular season. And so I'm just glad it's finally out there in print because they have every right to feel this way, right, Eric? He's a megastar. I don't care that he's only been in the league for two years, played 85 mm-hmm. games. He's one of the faces of the NBA now. So they have that power, and they're smart to realize it because they for sure know their history, especially his stepdad. He saw what Anthony Davis did here in New Orleans, which was nothing, wasted you know six, seven years of his career what Kevin Durant did in Minnesota. So I'm sure in the back of his mind, he's thinking, well, we've got this power. I don't want the same thing to happen to my son, Zion. So, yeah, now David Griffin's between a rock and a hard place. Boy, does he ever have to get this right. Well, there's no doubt. And we're going to get into the hire in a moment. But all this, the situation with Zion and, of course, him not being happy, his family knowing, his family again now articulating that today, all these players now we're hearing that he changes scenery, didn't get along with Van Gundy, all, all this other stuff. At, at some point, that is your job as vice president of basketball operations. That is the general manager's job to be able to intercede to find out what you can do. What did he do? Great question, Eric. I don't know what happened behind the scenes because, as you mentioned, it was impossible for us to leave our media uh, roped off part of the arena for every game in the past, we go down before games, learn a whole bunch, talking from players to some agents, to some assistant coaches and after games, like you said, with uh, even players sometimes, but I'll tell you what, I, it seems like Griffin didn't really do anything to alleviate the situation. Right. If there was maybe a problem, particularly if it was just one player, maybe that player could have been moved. I already know of one guy in my head, JJ Reddick, that situation should have never been allowed to happen. If he had asked out and, he basically was here only in New Orleans because of Drew Holiday, but you shipped Drew Holiday out. You should have respected his wishes. And then supposedly his wishes was, if I wasn't going to get moved to the Northeast, then keep me on the Pelicans. Well, he didn't do that either. So David Griffin chose the worst-case scenario for a guy that developed, you know, a good camaraderie, camaraderie with everybody on the team, including Zion. Both went to the same school, so they instantly clicked. And so that's also been left on impression on Zion now. So you're right. I don't know what Greg Griff did at all to alleviate the situation other than, you know, make the trade that maybe benefited the Pelicans by shipping off Reddick in hopes of maybe trying to chase the play in tournament and bringing over Iwundu and Johnson from Dallas Mavericks. But obviously that, that's not what we're talking about here. I don't know, Eric. I'll tell you what, I've, I haven't been such a loss for words. We're two years into yep. just a regime change that came so highly publicized and acclaimed. And now we're here talking about potentially Zion leaving. And now there's some even authors writing about New Orleans could maybe be losing their basketball team when the mm-hmm. arena leases up. I mean, it's ridiculous. 
you're not buying that, and neither am I. No. Again, no, no. Mrs. Benson is going to own this team until she dies. And, and, and again, at that point, again, it's, it's anybody's ball game. I thought Hollinger was a little out of line in, in, in putting that in his article. I thought everything else in the article w- was accurate. But I thought, again, when you go there and talk about relocation, New Orleans not relocating. Okay, oh, you got a better chance of another franchise doing that uh, as long as Mrs. Benson is alive. Now, again, all bets are off if, if, when, when she passes. Um, let's yeah, talk about the future. Talking about the Go bad ahead. press, Eric. I was just pointing at the bad press. Yeah, oh, yeah, the bad press. You're, you're 100% right. Uh, oh, we look at the laughing stock of the, the NBA. Uh, there's no doubt. Um, Griffith's yeah, got to do some damage control here for himself. Again, he walked in, everybody throwing accolades at him. I threw bouquets. It looked like everything he was doing in the beginning was, again, to the best of his ability, that finally there was some competence within the front office. It doesn't appear that there's competence in the front office right now. No, and there shouldn't be. Um, they, they won 30 games under Alvin, 31 games under Stan. They've got two all-stars on the team. We've seen the other talent, especially when they, you know, we saw, what, maybe 10, 15 examples where they beat teams when they shouldn't have. They had a spectacular record against the top 10 teams in the league, considering they finished out far below under 500. And yet the results ended up what they were. They missed a playing tournament by a wide mile. And it's never been easier to make the playoffs, or at least a playing tournament, keep playing past the regular season like it has these last two years. So, yeah, Eric, there should be no confidence in this front office. And I think they feel that. That's why they were willing to eat three years left, right, on Stan Van Gundy's contract. I'm assuming that he's going to get paid most of the remaining money on that contract, close to $15 million, somewhere in that range. Of course, they ate the last year of Alvin Gentry's deal. So Gail Benson's paying a lot of money but seeing no return on her investment. Yep. Yep, and that's got to, that's got to, well, I don't care if you're a millionaire or not, billionaire. I don't care if you got a lot of money and you got money that, again, you'll never spend in your lifetime. You don't want to be paying people for not working, and you don't want to be in a situation. You, again, he extends um, uh, Gentry, then fires him. Van Gundy gets, what, a four-year deal, about $5 million a year, three more years, $15 million on that. Supposedly there's a buyout there, but you're still paying people. All right, let's talk about the next step here, and that's, that's the next head coach. Uh, I was a little blown away when, he, when, again, Fred Vince's name was floated out there and Teresa Witherspoon. Nothing against either one of those individuals, except they've never been in, in the number two chair in their life. They've been in the number three chair. So how are you going to talk about two, two assistants who, again, who are, who are a big part of this organization, and you would hate to see either one of them leave because they are big contributors, but if they haven't had a chance to be the number two assistant or the number one assistant on, on a bench, how can they be a head coach? Well, Griffin kind of cleared up yesterday, at least in regards to Teresa, that it came yes. out because she's going to be, right, the summer league head coach. So people naturally ran with that thinking, wow, maybe they want to have a look or it's in preparation for getting the top job in New Orleans. And he completely put that, you know, to bed yesterday by simply saying that talk is premature. Even though Teresa Witherspoon's a bit, going to play a really big, big part in the Pelicans' future, it's not going to happen for this upcoming season. As mm-hmm. for Fred Vinson, you know, Eric, I know that he hasn't been a number two, but I'll tell you what, he's been here 12 years. So I feel like this is kind of reciprocating for all the loyalty that Fred Vincent has shown. You mean the I interview? He's got some good offers. I, I think he'll be the interview, but I think this is all ceremonial, right? I don't think they're right. really going to consider adding him. But it's just something mm-hmm. that you do for your assistants that you really pride prize, and they get, like I said, shown you that loyalty. Other organizations do it too, so you start offering or at least putting them their name out there for head coaching jobs. So in the future, it'll be easier for them to get that ball rolling. 
Fair, fair enough. All right. Well, we only got a few minutes left, and I need to get to a couple more questions. All right. One report was there needs to be a collaboration between the next head coach and David Griffin. How do you get a legitimate head coach, like maybe a Rick Carlisle who just walked away from Dallas to come to New Orleans if he's got to collaborate with the vice president of basketball operations? Oh, I don't see that one, Eric. I really don't think they're going to bring somebody that's similar to Stan Van Gundy, who's a traditionalist, who's going to require, what, 8 to $10 million probably per year when they're already paying this much. I think they're going to go a different route. They saw how the players react to somebody, like I said, with their you know, so set in little ways. And even though Rick Carlisle carries a better reputation, none of these players in that locker room know him. And I, I, I highly doubt that he'll be able to connect with them on such a much better level, right, than what Stan was able to do. So I honestly can't foresee it going that scenario, especially, like I said, for Rick Carlisle. What do you think the, next, the, the attributes of the next head coach should be? And who do you think is on the short list? Uh, my two top favorites are Charles Lee and Ime Yudoka. They're both highly thought of assistants who have been for a long time. Uh, Lee's up there with Coach Bud. He started with him in Atlanta, followed him up to Milwaukee. And I feel like he's had a front row seat to Zion, or excuse me, to Giannis, which would really serve well in taking over here and having Zion Williamson under your, your wings because he's, he's a big forward who can do a lot of things, doesn't have an outside shot, but can dominate a game just because of his sheer ability. And I know that the Pelicans were very interested in Charles Lee a year ago. Ime Yudoka, not so much, but I feel like he's a strong candidate. If you really want to get somebody that can connect with the players, get set up the kind of structure you want, a winning structure within your locker room. Ime Yudoka comes from that Spurs background. He's been lauded for it, his decision-making on all his benches. Now he's in Brooklyn, right under Steve Nash, who's not going to be going anywhere time soon, it looks like. Nets are right on pace for their first championship. But Yudoka, he's ready. He wants to go ahead and take that next jump. And I feel like he'd make a good fit here. Last question for you. Um, obviously, Stan Van Gundy's out the door. He failed. I think this is a shared failure. I think this is Griff. This is Stan Van Gundy. This is ownership. And the players all failed uh, when you talk about what happened this season. That's the appropriate response, I think, Eric, to any kind of question. Um, it's definitely not just on Stan Van Gundy. We've talked about ad nauseum. Didn't have a training camp, didn't have the practices, didn't have the roster. The roster part was definitely on David Griffin's uh, fault, on, on, you know, that's the, and his bag of tricks. We saw in the first season when Zion Williamson and Derek Favors missed, what, close to six weeks or something like that, Pelicans had that 13-game losing streak. Had, had they had a deeper bench, they would have sustained that run better and, of course, would have been probably in the playoffs a year ago, at least a playing tournament. Same thing happened this year. There were too many holes. They had, Stan had nobody to rely on off of that bench the first part of the season. Six weeks, nobody was playable, not even J.J. Redick. Really, they just had Josh Hart. And then, of course, afterwards, once point Zion faded, then the team just couldn't make a three, it seemed like, all season once they saw from the defensive load. So that was all on the roster construction. That's mm -hmm. on Griff. And you're right, Eric. Everybody deserves blame here for the ship. Um, it shouldn't have just been Stan. I hope nobody yep. thinks that. Yep, I hope not either. What you got coming up for us on the Bird Rights? How folks can follow you on social media. Yeah, we're going to be publishing our list of preferred uh, head coaching names that we want to see next, possibly get the job here in New Orleans. And, of course, then we're going to start having this talk about the draft, even though, boy, all mm -hmm. the news has exploded over the last yeah. 48 hours. There's so much to unpack here now. Always a pleasure, my friend. Thanks so much for your time each and every week. Absolutely. Take care, Eric. Thanks. 
Uh, I like to sell the bird rights. All right, a uh, little bit behind on our breaks. We'll take a break now. We'll come back. We'll have um, uh, we'll, we'll be joined by uh, Jordy Collada of the Jordy Collada Show. We'll talk some LSU baseball with him. Uh, so we'll be right back. You're listening to Inside New Orleans, brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, The Hideout Bar, and Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant. This report is sponsored by T-Force Freight. Truck drivers, it's time to get rolling with T-Force Freight. Drive for a team that's respected everywhere. As a CDL driver in New Orleans, you'll earn $17.70 per hour with great benefits. Apply now at upsjobs.com slash New Orleans Freight. Delays remain heavy if you're traveling along the West Bank Expressway in the Crescent City Connection eastbound coming into the city from Lafayette Street to the O'Keefe Howard Avenue exit. Also look out for delays on 10 westbound from North Claiborne to Canal, and then delays pick back up from Causeway to Veterans. Also be mindful of delays on 10 westbound from Reed to Downman. Also look out for delays on the 610 on the eastbound side from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge, and on the westbound side from St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. I'm Ed Robinson. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Bienvenue is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or our drive-up window at 467 Hickory Avenue. Our wait staff will deliver to your door or use waiter. Check out our menu today at bienvenueharahan.com. Then place your order at 504-305-4792. That's 504-305-4792. Gift cards are available. Order today from Bienvenue on Hickory, 305 305- Four seven nine two. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff and all the sports you can handle if you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system you want someone who will be there to help right away take it from me eric asher when it comes to repair there's no one i trust more than my friends at burkhardt air conditioning and heating burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system and you can call them anytime the team has years of experience and they know how to get you up and running fast so when you need help with your ac or heating system you want someone who will be there right away visit burkhardt at acpromise.com acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. Grace Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. Locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, Ray Stovall Plumbing is a full-service plumbing company that can handle all of your plumbing needs, including gas testing and permitting, as well as video inspections. We always have a master plumber in the field, and all employees are drug tested and background checked. Serving the South Shore and North Shore with service on Saturdays. That's Ray Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. 504 504- Three seven three five seven three three. If your AC breaks down and you need help, uh, don't sweat it. Call my friends at Burkhart. They'll be there for you in a, in a flash. Uh, 
first of all, 15 trucks in the field, strategically set up all over the uh, metropolitan area. Uh, they also have uh, the 30-minute courtesy call, which is, again, uh, now, again, they, they started that in the industry. Letting you know they're on their way so you don't have to sit home all day long waiting on the technician to show up. When that technician shows up, Nate certified technicians, high certification in the industry. Only doing the work that's necessary. Never going to gouge you, never going to cheat you. They want your return business. They want you telling your friends, your family, your enemies how you were treated by Burkhardt. Doesn't matter what system you have at your home or your business, they are authorized to service it. What are you waiting for? AC breaks down? Think Burkhardt. ACPromise.com. That's ACPromise.com. This half hour brought to you by Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving uh, lunch and dinner seven days a week. Uh, first of all, Cre- Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest. And you go in and have a fantastic cocktail. Again, I keep telling you about the mixologists at the Oceana Family of Restaurants. Outstanding. You can dine in their dining rooms downstairs where, again, you can you know, sit up close and get those picture windows overlooking Bourbon Street. Again, it's, uh, it's a, a great, great way to do some people watching. Also, toward the back of the house is uh, their beautiful courtyard. Uh, again, as I've mentioned with, uh, with Oceana, beautiful during the day, but spectacular at night. Just a great place to hang out. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining rooms. You can dine in and have your next event. Uh, and, of course, uh, whether it's friends, family, whether it's a night out uh, with um, just a get-together, hey, man, it's a wonderful dining experience over at Old New Orleans Cookery. Uh, if you want to find out more, go to nolacookery.com. That's nolacookery.com. Find out who the delivery partners is. Check out the menu. Everything you need to know about Old New Orleans Cookery is at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. All right, uh, let's head to the guest line. I want to thank Alec Sell for joining us on the program. Uh, now we turn our attention to the LSU Tigers and a guy that does a fantastic job in Baton Rouge, the Jordy Collada Show, uh, each and every morning uh, up in Baton Rouge. Uh, Jordy joins us on the program now. Jordy Collada. Jordy, how are you? Eric, good to be back, man. Thanks for having me. Good to have you, bud. Uh, before we get started, please tell everybody about your fantastic show. Thank you, man. We're on YouTube, we're on Facebook, and we're at jordycolladashow.com. It's easy to find us. The handle is at Collada Show, all over social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, all over the spot. And as you let them know, 7 to 9 a.m. each day on those platforms, you can find us. Well, look, you know, I'm, I'm checking you out all the time. And, and you do a great job on social media as well, putting out little tidbits of the show. Uh, let's talk a little bit about this LSU baseball search. Because as I was watching one of, your, one of the excerpts of your program, you mean, you know, I mean, you're not really convinced that this Bianco Godwin um, situation or the final two uh, that may be part of the, the search for the LSU baseball uh, uh, coaching situation. Look, I, I believe that they're in the mix. I, I, don't, I don't think that they're the only two by any means. If Scott Woodward has shown us anything in, in his short time at LSU and his reputation outside of Baton Rouge is that, you know, he's a big game hunter, man. He's going after the big names. He wants the Kim Mulkeys of the world. He wants the Jimbo Fishers of the world. He wants the Chris Petersons of the world. I mean, those are the types of names he's hired when he's had vacancies. And this LSU baseball opening may, may be one of his biggest that he'll fill as an athletics director. Him being a Baton Rouge native and an LSU grad, he understands the pride and the commitment to the program. And, you know, I think that while, while Bianco and, and Godwin are, are both – uh, very, very uh, formidable and and, and uh, deserving candidates. Uh, I think that there's there's other names in this mix that that people are not talking about. I think that that you could look at uh, at, at Corbin at uh, at Vanderbilt. You could look at, uh, at Tony Vitello at, at at Tennessee is is two other names that I believe uh, that is getting consideration here only because of 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 how good of college baseball coaches they are. You know, what I mean. I believe that the, the short list for LSU's open 
job is is the best college baseball coach in America. And if he tells you no, you go to the second one. Uh, you know, while, while I have a ton of respect for for, for Mike Bianco and uh, for Cliff Godwin, for that matter, I think that there there are some other names on this list that are getting some phone calls and some conversations. If these were the final two, being Godwin and Bianco, don't you think that we'd have a announcement by now? And the fact that again there has not been an announcement, and again the College World Series is getting ready to, to kick off here. Both those coaches are again involved. That maybe that's the reason why we have not had an announcement yet. That's my theory, Eric. You know, I, I think if if anything else that that Scott Woodward has has shown us is that he's he's going to be prepared, and, and that he'll work in a very timely fashion you know we we've just been able to to see him work here with the LSU women's basketball job and that was very very sudden and it was very direct and in his press conference following and in his media appearances after that he explained that he he had a plan and he had a target and he went after it and he got it and I think that there's nothing different here and you know with uh, the, the 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 window being open uh, for for enough time to announce this thing. I mean, it looks like we'll have another business day go by here on this Thursday without an announcement. Um, you know, tells me that that either that they're continuing to, to, to vet and go through candidates or their guy is still alive. He's still coaching right now. And, and I believe that that's probably more more to the truth than, than, than the former. So, you know, I, I believe that um, you know, one other thing on this thing, Eric, is that mm-hmm. you know LSU fans have seen such bad public relations for such a long time. I mean, you understand the industry. You're you're in a you know we're we're kind of in public relations. We understand the PR game, and LSU, in my opinion, has been a case study over the last decade of what not to do. Whether it was Joe Oliva, whether it was F. King Alexander, whether it was Les Miles, I mean, it was just blunder after blunder after blunder, and you can even keep that up to to to, to Ed Ogeron, you know, having some some missteps and continuous stepping in the mud where it seems very simple to not get into the public and admit that you didn't interview your coordinators that were uh, atrocious last year, or you know, caught poolside again um, with, with 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 being the the head football coach. It's just things that have been very easy to misstep. And I, I think that, that, that Scott Woodward has very much a clear understanding of public relations. And I think some of these names that have come out like Pat Casey and Mike Bianco have been you know, some sorts of smoke screens for, mm-hmm. for public relations of get people to look over here while we go over there and do our business. And, you know, that's, that's a little bit of gamesmanship within within public relations, but that's very much PR 101 when you're negotiating at this level with the type of names and numbers that are being discussed. And you know, I, I was saying uh, this morning that you know it, it, it's 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 okay that LSU fans that we that that you don't recognize and in us that cover the LSU program don't don't recognize what good PR is when when we see it. We just haven't mm-hmm. been. We haven't been exposed to it for so long. You know, guys like you that are plugged in to LSU athletics um, had to know that the situation with Maneri, that his health was failing, he was having, having problems with his back and his neck, etc. So if, if guys like you knew, obviously Scott Woodward knew. He had to be preparing for this day. Without question. Without question. I, I think that, 
COVID-19, and, and, and let this be all prospectively said, I'm not talking about the, 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 the disease or, or the, uh, the, the, the backlash and, and, and what happened because of, uh, of COVID-19. I'm just talking about the, the, the ability for Palmineri not to play last year and his team be off the field. He, he probably benefited more than anyone because of that just because it, it was a discussion point within people that were covering the program, that, that were around the program, that he, his health was deteriorating. Uh, he had lost his father, Eric, which was very much a, a, a common denominator uh, with baseball. I mean, you know, baseball went kind of hand in hand with, with, with his old man, his dad because he would either be in the dugout or he'd be uh, sharing conversations, text messages, phone calls, talking about the days that he coached Paul or, you know, some just stories that they were going back and forth on. And baseball was, was very much a, a tie to, to he and his dad. And after he lost him a couple of years ago, you could see the wind starting to come out of the sails uh, as far as just the, the difference in the feeling around, around the game and, you know, I, I think without question, when Scott Woodward took this job, that he he very much understood that Paul Maneri's you know better days were 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 behind him, and that the LSU baseball opening was going to be an enormous hire for him because it was evidently going to come on his on his watch. So I, I agree with you. I think that he has been preparing for this moment. I think that he is he has consulted and talked to people that he trusts very much. Uh, in 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 confiding in, and you know I think that he is going to make the best decision. His reputation in in what he does best uh, is this skill set. He he hires better than anybody in this position just because he is willing to bring the best in and he's willing to open the checkbook. He's done that everywhere mm-hmm. he's went. He is he is yeah. paid for for talent, and that 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 is what's going to make everybody pay attention uh, when when he asks and requests to sit down to have the conversation. Final question for you. If for some reason the coaches that are in the College World Series that may he has, maybe he has an interest in uh, do not want to leave their universities, maybe they're leveraging their universities to get more money. Who knows, okay? That's happened mm-hmm. in the past LSU. If it's Godwin or Bianco, who do you prefer and why? I would go with Cliff Godwin because of and, – and, and look, this is, this is splitting hairs, but it, it's just the age factor. And, Eric, you and I have talked about this a couple of times. I thought mm-hmm. Roy Williams handled this better than anybody, and I think Paul Maneri did the same. His, yes. his exit press conference was very transparent. I mean, it was very honest in the sense of, hey, look, it, it, it's, it's just not my game anymore. It, it's just not the same game that, that, that I got into. And that's okay to admit for a legend. I mean, the guy won 1,500 games in 36 years of coaching. That's a long time and a lot of baseball. And I think Cliff Godwin being you know, 43 years old, if you watch his clips, he is very hungry, young, and motivated to get to the park every day. A job like LSU is something that he would probably walk to from East Carolina. I mean, he, he would absolutely run through a wall mm-hmm. to get here. And not saying that Mike Bianco wouldn't, but, you know, I mean, 21 years in, at, at Ole Miss is, is a long time, and he accomplished a lot. I mean, he took that that program from, you know, the graveyard to yep. sellouts. And um, he, he, he would absolutely win at LSU. But if I had my choice between those two guys, and it, it's, 
it's solely based on just the age factor. I mean, Godwin being 43 and a little bit younger and hungrier, I, I would go with him. Always a pleasure, my friend. Thanks so much for joining us. Really enjoy the opportunity to be able to, to, to speak with you on the program. Uh, one more time, let the folks know about your show, how folks can follow you on social media. Eric, I always appreciate you, man, having me on, and, and your mentorship has always been a, a lot to me in the business. So I appreciate you having me back, and you can find us at Colada Show uh, on, on all social media and uh, between 7 and 9 a.m., Monday through Friday on Facebook, YouTube, and JordyColadaShow.com. There you go. Jordy, thanks for the time, bud. We'll check in soon. Later, E. Thanks, man. That's uh, Jordy Collada. Great job up in Baton Rouge. All right, we'll be right back. Craving Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest? Mambo's is open at 411 Bourbon Street. We are offering our full menu. Dine in one of our dining rooms in our courtyard on Bourbon Street's only rooftop balcony. Check out our menu at Mambo'sNola.com. Mambo's is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by delivery from our delivery partners, Chow Now, Grubhub, or Uber Eats. We also deliver in the quarter. Order now at Mambo'sNola.com or give us a call at 504-407-3717. That's Mambo's, Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner or heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com, acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon restaurant so good Perry's Sports Bar and Grill, located at 5252 Veterans Boulevard, offers amazing lunch specials starting at $6, seven days a week. But it doesn't stop there. Perry's offers a full menu until the late night, or should we say the early morning hours. Enjoy catching your favorite sports teams on over 20 big screen TVs. Featuring NBA, MLB, NFL sports packages, happy hour 11 to 6 Monday through Friday. Come visit us at Perry's Sports Bar and Grill. 
Father's Day is this Sunday, and JCPenney has the perfect gift for your number one guy. Hurry in for hundreds of Dad's Day deals now through Sunday. And find great gifts to celebrate Dad with style, like select men's St. John's Bay polos, only $9.99 each. Plus, save an extra 25% with coupon. Or if you're a rewards member, surprise him with a new X5 smartwatch, only $39.99. Celebrate one rad dad with JCPenney. Offers and coupon valid through 620. Some exclusions apply. Smartwatch excluded from coupons. See store or jcp.com for details. At Napa, when it comes to serving you, our motor never quits. And when it comes to getting you the part you need when you need it, with next day delivery or same day pickup, our motor never quits. And when it comes to making a difference in our local communities by hosting fundraisers and food drives, our motor never quits. And when it comes to telling you our motor never quits, yep, you guessed it, our motor never quits. That's Napa know-how. Same day pickup and next day delivery available at participating stores and on in-stock items only. Welcome back. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Azure. Something yesterday, something happened yesterday, a little bit under the radar, but I got to bring it up uh, with just a few minutes left in this segment. Uh, and it's finally happened. It's taken 16 years for this to happen. Uh, there's a cooperative now between the Sewage and Water Board and also Energy. They're going to build a $74 million electric substation uh, that's going to go at the uh, Carrollton plant. Uh, if you remember, again, we've been having all these problems with the electrical generation system uh, for the sewage and water board in the aftermath of the largest man-made disaster in the history of this country, a.k.a. Hurricane Katrina, and the failure of the federal levy systems, right? Uh, it was an old, antiquated system, but it worked perfectly. It, again, it belongs in the Smithsonian. I think the pumps are already in the Smithsonian. But at the same time, uh, the floodwaters destroyed it. And we've been putting so much money, bad money after bad money, in, in the, again, trying to be able to repair the system. This should have been done 16 years ago. Uh, it's going to be paid for uh, by, again, bonding issue, also some state and city funds as well. Uh, to me, again, FEMA funds should have been utilized for this. And I don't know how this was not, again, negotiated during the Negan administration and Landry administration to be able to make sure that, again, FEMA funds covered uh, the, uh, the situation when it came to the power generation system uh, for the water system and a pumping system here in New Orleans. Made no sense. But, again, I don't often give credit to the current mayor of the city of New Orleans, Mayor Latoya Cantrell. But I will give her a tremendous amount of credit here in getting this done. Nagan didn't do it. Landrew didn't do it. I credit Cantrell for getting it done. Now, the reliability of both utilities are definitely in question. There's no doubt about that. Neither one have been very, very reliable for the citizens of, of, of Orleans Parish. Or really, again, when you talk about energy, uh, you know, throughout the, the entire state. But this is something that was necessary and needed. And, and, and again, it, will, it, will stu- it should be able to stop all the, the power outages that we're getting, again, that lead to flooding or the possibility of, again, boil water advisors, et cetera. So uh, give, give a lot of credit to Latoya Cantrell for getting this done. Now, look, she's doubling down on moving City Hall to, um, to, to the Municipal Auditorium and, and uh, Armstrong Park. To me, that may cost her the election. But, again, she said yesterday they're moving forward with, again, the RFP on that. Again, there's a lot of people against that, myself included. We'll see how that kind of plays out. But she deserves a lot of credit on this substation that's going to be going up at the Carrollton plant. Uh, Give credit where credit's due, and I'll give her credit on that. Um, Today's show. Brought to you by, again, the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. We'll be right back. 
Bobby Iver's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. The TikTok Cafe, Causeway South at I-10 in Metairie, is open during the coronavirus shutdown. The TikTok Cafe is offering our menu by way of curbside to-go service. Call the TikTok Cafe now at 504-834-6272 and get a round-the-clock burger special. Breakfast or lunch plate. TikTok Cafe, Causeway South at I-10 in Metairie. Place your order now at 834-6272. That's 834-6272. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Miata Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMiatInsAgency.com. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Have you looked at your website lately and said, gosh, this needs work? Or maybe you've just been putting off building a website for your business. Well, don't stress. Cumulus Digital is here to help. Our custom-designed and comprehensive website packages include everything you need, including links to your social media, Google search, and we even drive customers straight to you. Starting at just $1,500 to build and low monthly hosting and maintenance costs starting at just $85, we'll take care of it all. Go to nolacumuluscares.com today and get started. Father's Day is this Sunday, and JCPenney has the perfect gift for your number one guy. Hurry in for hundreds of Dad's Day deals now through Sunday. And find great gifts to celebrate Dad with style, like select men's St. John's Bay polos, only $9.99 each. Plus, save an extra 25% with coupon. Or, if you're a rewards member, surprise him with a new X5 smartwatch, only $39.99. Celebrate one rad dad with JCPenney. Offers and coupon valid through 620. Some exclusions apply. Smartwatch excluded from coupons. See store or jcp.com for details. At Napa, when it comes to serving you, our motor never quits. And when it comes to getting you the part you need when you need it, with next day delivery or same day pickup, our motor never quits. And when it comes to making a difference in our local communities by hosting fundraisers and food drives, our motor never quits. And when it comes to telling you our motor never quits, yep, you guessed it, our motor never quits. That's Napa know-how. Same day pickup and next day delivery available at participating stores and on in-stock items only. 
All right, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. If you're in the market for a new air conditioning system, think Burkhardt. They're authorized to sell some of the top brands in the industry. Of course, they're Nate certified technicians. And, of course, the, the Burkhardt reputation behind standing behind everything that, again, uh, that they work on and they install. Using state-of-the-art equipment to measure your home, find out how much tonnage you need on your, on your AC system. Uh, and again, doing, all, doing the work job uh, right the first time and treating your home like their home. They're the experts. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or your business. It's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Old New Orleans Cookery, Mambo's, and Bobby Bear's Cajun North Cannon Restaurant. All will be open on Father's Day. All are open late, seven days a week for you. And, of course, all deliver right to your door. Again, it's the Oceana Family of Restaurants. You want to find out more, go to ericasher.com. Click on the icon. It'll take you right to their website. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants. All right, you and I for the first half hour of the program coming up, and then we'll have Will Guillory of The Athletic who broke the story about uh, Zion, not happy in New Orleans this morning. He will join us at 535. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Stick around. TikTok Cafe, Causeway I-10 in Metairie. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery.
man, Eric Asher. Welcome back. Hour number two of Inside New Orleans, 106.1 FM Nash Icon. I bring you home each and every afternoon, 4 to 6. Thanks so much for being there. Certainly appreciate you tuning in to the program. Remember, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app. Uh, you can take the show with you anywhere. On the World Wide Web at Nash FM 106.1 and ericasher.com. Our podcast is on, on the Anchor app, but it's on all the major podcasting platforms. Anchor is our home base, but, man, you can check us out on pretty much uh, every major podcasting platform. Uh, also, the phone number, 504-260-1061. Uh, the award-winning Inside the World Sports this week features... Chris Hagan of Fox 8 Sports. Uh, Thursdays at 1 on LAE. Also live streaming on WLE at 1 o'clock. So we had a great show this afternoon. Pelicans, Saints, and LSU and Tulane all covered. Uh, tonight at 6 o'clock is your uh, chance to be able to catch it on LAE. 10 o'clock on the Deuce WLAE TV 2. Friday night, Pelican Sports Television at 9 o'clock. And uh, 10 o'clock on LAE. 2 a.m. on the Deuce. WLAE TV 2 every Saturday morning and every Saturday afternoon, 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Always at ericasher.com. Always at WLE TV YouTube page and always on our social media platforms at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, uh, Eric Asher on Facebook. Today's program is brought to you by uh, the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, uh, also Old New Orleans Cookery, uh, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, and Mambo's. That's right, Mambo's. <laughs> Have you been to Mambo's? I've been talking about Mambo's for months now. Uh, 411 Bourbon Street, I'm telling you, first of all, the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. The, the, again, the old barge board wood. They came in, uh, the, the, the uh, Beta Brothers. They took an old, decrepit strip club, which is a, everything you want on Barber Street, right? Old, decrepit strip club was getting nothing with problems with the city. They ended up shutting it down. The Beta Brothers come in, and what do they do? They, they totally, uh, again, do a complete tear out, rebuild the entire inside of the, uh, of the, uh, of the, uh, of the building. Uh, three floors. Of again, incredible dining, a bar on each floor, and also an opportunity to be able to dine on uh, on a Bourbon Street um, court on a Bourbon Street balcony, uh, a courtyard that's out of sight, a beautiful courtyard. Uh, also, an opportunity for you to be able to um, be on uh, Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. It is fantastic. The sight lines are incredible. Uh, it's the perfect night out for uh, a date night, friends, romantic getaway. Again, maybe again, just to get out there, just to be able to check it out is fantastic. Great food, great cocktails, uh, Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest, and, of course, fantastic bartenders on each floor. Uh, lunch and dinner serve seven days a week. You can check out everything you need to know about Mambo's at mambonola.com. And, of course, right next door is the hideout bar. So when you finish over at Mambo's, just slide right into the hideout bar. You walk down a little alleyway. Uh, it's in the, backyard, in the back of the building. It's a courtyard, a beautiful courtyard, French Quarter Courtyard, live music, authentic French Quarter Courtyard, food, drinks, I'm telling you. Uh, make it a New Orleans memory at Mambo's and the hideout bar on Bourbon Street, part of the Oceana family of restaurants. All right, uh, 260-1061, 260-1061. One oh six one. I was telling you a little bit earlier about the uh, situation with uh, with City Hall maybe moving over to Municipal Auditorium, which I think is a horrible move. And of course, uh, I'll tell you what. Uh, and, and look, I'm, I meant what I said. I, I think this could this could tip the election. There's a lot of people that do not want to challenge the Toy Cantrell because she's an incumbent mayor, despite again the shortcomings uh, uh, as mayor. But huh, this could be a tipping point. Uh, right now, there's. Um, uh, People from Treme, neighbors from Treme that are protesting outside of City Hall. They're protesting at the auditorium on not wanting City Hall move there. And, look, I hope they stick to their guns. 
wanted to talk a little bit about in, the, in this half hour about what's going on with the Pelicans, continue that talk, because uh, just so much has happened over the last 24 hours uh, with the Pels. And, of course, it's, it, it, again, really this morning was really a big bombshell. Yesterday was a, a big bombshell, but today was was, was the even bigger one. First of all, uh, Will Gillard joined us at the bottom of the hour. He was part of the, of the triumphant that, that, uh, that broke this story. Uh, the Athletic was reporting today. Then again, there's a tremendous dysfunction within the within the Pels uh, uh, basketball uh, organization. Then also, Zion's family is not happy. Okay, they weren't happy with Van Gundy. They thought he was too rigid, too demanding, and that the organization as a whole uh, does not live up to what they feel is the standard for a star like Zion. Wow, I mean that I mean, that that would hit that's, that hits hard. Because the one thing that you thought that you had when David Griffin came on board, uh, at least again, that's the that's the the the, uh, the persona that he brought, the facade that he brought to the table was, he was in complete control. He knew how to run an organization, and this was finally going to be a first class organization. Gail Benson had pledged the money; she put money into the tra- into the practice facility, uh, gave Griffin everything he wanted—a blank check. Go out and get the best medical staff. Change again the uh, the training uh, room. Uh, we'll, we'll fix up the uh, the practice facility because we want to be top notch. We want to be first class. We want to rival what the Saints have right across the hall. But obviously, that's not resonating when you have individuals that are saying that. The organization was dysfunctional. When, again, you're saying it's the standard is not up for a star like Zion. And then it went on to talk about in this, this article this morning that Zion was upset by the Reddick trade, that Reddick and him had become very, very close. Again, he didn't like the fact that, that, that he got traded to, to Dallas. Look, I'll say it right now. Sorry, Zion. This is about the future of the club. And at the end of the day, as I've said since day one, when David Griffin was hired and Anthony Davis was moved to the Los Angeles Lakers, that every single player, every single pick you get from this point forward is looked as an asset to build around Zion Williamson. Reddick didn't want to play here. He laid on, on, on the leg of this organization the entire, the entire season. Didn't want to play for Van Gundy. Made that very, very clear when, when um, Van Gundy came in. And it was Griff's responsibility to be able to get something for Reddick. So that's sour grapes on Zion's part. Grow up. Okay, just grow up. Van Gundy was overheard on a bus ride saying he was frustrated he might not return. Griff was not happy about that. And then this afternoon, Hollinger, uh, John Hollinger, uh, a, a, again, another reporter for The Athletic, had a long article about, again, the coaching changes, was including, again, what's happening in Dallas with, uh, with uh, Carlisle, who quit today, okay, after, uh, again, with two years left on his deal. Of course, that comes on the heels of Donnie Nelson, uh, the general manager, being fired after uh, he and Cuban had an impasse uh, over, again, a Cuban confidant, uh, Harold Lobos Valagaros, uh, who uh, was singled out in, in another athletic article about the reason for Luca's unhappiness in Dallas. Now, N- Nelson wanted Valagaros uh, to, uh, uh, to stay in his lane. And uh, that may have been the, uh, uh, the emphasis for the, the implosion of the mass front office. And that comes days after Cuban had tweeted that there was total BS on the article. So Athletic has been very, very out, out there right now. And, and again, uh, uh, having the pulse of what's going on in the NBA. But Hollinger had a great piece on the Pelicans and the coaching. And I'm telling you, he nailed everything except for one thing. He mentioned the Pelicans are up for relocation. Look, let me say this right now to anybody that's worried about the Pels leaving. The Pels aren't going anywhere. The only way the Pelicans leave New Orleans is if Gail Benson dies. And then if Gail Benson dies, we've got to worry about the Saints and the Pelicans. She has no heirs. 
So again, where does the where does the team go? Is the team going into a trust? Is that even going to be allowed for the NFL and the NBA bylaws? So again, there's a lot of questions there. Ultimately, when she passes, let's just hope she stays in good health because the, the, the teams are here for the long haul. And let me say this. If there is a quality product that's put on the floor at the, at the Smoothie King Center, a.k.a. New Orleans Arena, I can promise you this. People will come out and support this team. It's been a dysfunctional organization. And the, the bloom is off the rose on, on, on um, David Griffin. And I mentioned that yesterday. You know, uh, I don't like the fact that, again, things are being floated out there, right? First of all, it's floated out that Griffin wants a collaboration with the head coach who's going to, uh, uh, on, on whoever's going to come in. There's going to be a collaboration between the two. Man, coaches coach, general managers manage, and vice president of basketball oper- operations oversee everything. You know, he cannot be micromanaging his coach. What good coach is going to come here if, if ultimately you're micromanaging them? And then, again, we find out, again, we, we, the Zion press conference makes sense now, right? Uh, the, you know, the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over again. And then it was followed by, now we find out Brandon Ingram's got a strained, had a strained relationship with Stan Van Gundy. Uh, I was surprised last week when I read that Josh Hart was looking for a change of scenery because, again, he embraced New Orleans. He loved New Orleans. He was, when, he, when he got to New Orleans, again, he embraced everything that was about the city. But obviously, again, Van Gundy wore on him. I didn't understand, uh, again, some of the conversation about that Van Gundy never cultivated a relationship with ownership, that, again, never developed a rapport with Mrs. Benson. Well, again, how do you do that in a COVID-19 shutdown? I mean, I don't know that. Uh, I mean, I'm not sure where, where that comes from. And then, of course, the, the meddling. And that was the thing I talked about yesterday. You can't have a, a, a guy in the front office. I don't care who it is, okay, because Pat Riley doesn't do this. And Pat Riley's got rinks. Meddling in, in, again, what's going on when it, when it comes micromanaging your head coach. Supposedly Griff wanted Hayes, Alexander, Walker, and, and Lewis to get on the floor, and Gundy insisted on playing Bledsoe. That was one of the, again, the, uh, 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 one of the situations where, again, they didn't agree. Look, I remember Griff clear as day saying that young players have to earn minutes earlier in the season. So this seems an about-face on what we read and what we were told, right? It seemed like maybe Van Gundy wanted to play the young players, and Griff, Griff did want to. But, again, this has been a complete about-face now. Supposedly now Griff wanted to get the young players on the floor. Van Gundy wanted to stay with uh, Bledsoe and Adams. And let's face it, Griff has put this, posi- put this team in a very, very tough position now. The, the acquisition of both um, Bledsoe and Adams have made this team, when it comes to, to cap flexibility, they're now cap-strapped. And this is coming on the heels of maybe having to re-sign Lonzo Ball, Josh Hart. And, again, you've got to rework the, 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 the roster. Look at Atlanta. Look at Phoenix. Look at some of the up-and-coming teams that were maybe looked at as doormats a season ago that are now, again, either in the Western Conference Finals or a game out of the Eastern Conference Finals. Go look at their, uh, go look at, at, at the, at, at their salary cap uh, and see, again, how that money is spread out. Pelicans are top-heavy with guys that didn't produce. That's on Griff. That's on Griff. Now look, I'm not taking up for, for Van Gundy. Obviously, there was a rip between him and the players. And, and again, and then when you look at it, maybe, again, these are all players' leaks. These are leaks that are coming from the, um, coming from the, the organization. Uh, and the, but they're being strategically dropped. There's no doubt about it. We're finding out more and more every day. We'll find out more tomorrow, probably, that we didn't know. But... I often wonder, and I wonder about the situation with David Griffin where he talks about the vision that he has is, again, this portrayal of one big family. Because this obviously isn't one big family. 
If you're talking about the dysfunction that everybody's talking about right now, from Zion to Brandon Ingram to, to again, the players on, 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 on the court, uh, on the team, there's an issue here. And if, that, if there's any one job that the, that the vice president of basketball operations, the guy where the buck stops, has to be able to solve that issue, it's got to be solved by David Griffin. And it should have been solved in season. And this team had the ninth highest payroll. Okay, we were praying for a 10th seed. That's pathetic. That's pathetic for the fan base to have to pray for a 10th seed with two all-stars. Two guys that have been elected, that have been, again, voted to in all-star games. I mean, again, the dysfunction is the thing that really, really threw me. Because we thought that in Griffin you had a guy that had it all together when it came to, again, putting an organization together. And obviously, again, we've been fooled. And I talked about it yesterday. You know, uh, more and more that, again, when you uh, listen to David Griffin, when you see, again, what, the, what, the, what David Griffin has done up to this point, that uh, the words are not, are not following up on, on the actions in a lot of cases. I mean, you, you look at him, and right now, it seems like, as I mentioned yesterday, a well-spoken carnival barker, a medicine man hawking his potions, or a TV preacher. He's talked a good game, but the results are not there. And now when you're hearing your superstar, just again, a couple years removed from college, three coaches in three years. I said it yesterday. Dude's going through coaches like Bourbon Street, goes, uh, Bourbon Street bars go through to-go cups. You can't have that. You've got to have stability within the organization. That's why he was bought in. And now you've got to wonder about the buy-in from the organization. Look, it doesn't take a rocket science to figure out they went from one end of the spectrum to the other. They went from a player's coach in, 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 in Alvin Gentry, who, again, was very, uh, very easy going on the players, to a guy that was a taskmaster in Van Gundy. Should have read the tea leaves there. Should have realized. I mean, I questioned it when, it, when, when he was hired. It, will he be able to relate to today's young athlete? This is different than he was in Orlando. Even a little bit different than when he was in Detroit. But remember, Detroit was a failure. So, again, that's got to be on Griff at this point. Griff's got to be, again, held accountable for this. And if I'm Gail Benson, I'm not happy with the situation. I'm not happy with having to be able to pay Alvin Gentry, okay, on, on uh, a give him an extension and then fire him the next year and then have eight months of Van Gundy with a three-year $15 million left on his deal, even though, again, it was probably negotiated down, paying for coaches that, that ultimately are no longer here, paying for mistakes, for mistakes by your by – your, Vice President of Basketball Operations. So there is a confidence crisis when it comes to the fan base right now on whether David Griffin is who he really has, has again, portrayed himself to be. And I said it yesterday. I, since day one when he was hired felt like, again, he was saying all the right things. And maybe it was, again, being starved from having a guy like Dell Demps that was forced upon us and, and stayed too long within the organization and heading this organization that, again, you were, just, you were begging for competence at that point, searching for competence. And then and Griffin shows up, and he says all the right things, and you're thinking, again, well, maybe this is the guy that can get it done. It's looking more and more like, again, this guy was a charlatan. He's got to turn it around quickly, very quickly. We're going to take a break. We come back, we'll continue the conversation, and then Will Geary is going to join us at 535. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. 
Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. In the market for a generator, think Burkhardt. Burkhardt's got you covered. Whether, again, it's um, the opportunity to be able to have your generator serviced, they got you covered there with 24-7, 365 emergency service. Also, if you're looking for a generator, get in line. Call Burkhardt, okay? Generator sales are hot right now. Uh, they'll do a single-day install for you at Burkhardt. Uh, also, financing available for generators, so you can finance that over time. A new install quality check after one month is what Burkhardt does with all their installations. When you're looking for a company you can trust when it comes to your generator, think Burkhardt. When you're looking for a company you can trust with to install that generator and be, again, the company that backs up your generator, it's Burkhardt. acpromise.com, acpromise.com. If you want a little soul with your country, then you're with us. New Orleans country, from the classics to the songs that matter. Your country is on 1061 Nash Icon or anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by Wendy's. Right now at Wendy's, you can get a bacon double stack, four-piece crispy or spicy nuggets, fries and a drink in the $5 biggie bag. That's two fresh beef patties, applewood smoked bacon, and juicy chicken, all for just 5 bucks. Secure the bag with the most value. Get the biggie bag. Price and participation may vary. Delays remain heavy on 10 eastbound from Loyola to the airport, and then they pick back up from just past City Park to the high-rise. Also look out for delays on 10 westbound from St. Bernard to Canal, and then delays pick back up from Bonneville to the airport. Also look out for delays on the 610 on the westbound side from St. Bernard to the 10610 merge and on the eastbound side from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. Look out for delays if you're traveling along the West Bank Expressway and the Crescent City Connection eastbound coming into the city from Stump Boulevard to the O'Keeffe Howard Avenue exit. And also look out for delays on the West Bank Expressway westbound from just past Barataria Boulevard going into Avondale. I'm Ed Robinson. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Bienvenue is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or our drive-up window at 467 Hickory Avenue. Our wait staff will deliver to your door or use waiter. Check out our menu today at BienvenueHarahan.com. Then place your order at 504-305-4792. That's 504-305-4792. Gift cards are available. Order today from Bienvenue on Hickory, 305-4792. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhardt to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhardt always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you.
So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Make the most of every lawn with Kubota commercial landscaping equipment. From the productivity-boosting Z700 mower to the reliable SVL track loader, it's a lineup built to get the job done right. Because when your reputation is on the line, you need equipment that will never let you down. Visit your local Kubota dealer today. Ascension Equipment in Gonzales is your Southeast Louisiana Kubota dealer. Save more today and mow tomorrow. Hey, welcome back to listening to Inside New Orleans. Don't forget about my friends over at Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. Look, before you hit the road, and a lot of people hit the road, right, and you're doing it through your, well, uh, with, with your car. Again, whether it's a day trip, whether you're going to, down the Gulf Coast, bring it over to Southern Tire, let, it put, let them put it on the rack and give you an inspection, uh, inspecting your tires, your engine, making sure everything is working, your belts before you get on the road. So, again, you can have a safe trip. And the peace of mind knowing that, again, everything's working correctly, uh, Southern Tire will give it the once-over for you uh, before you, uh, again, make that, that summer trip. Again, whether it's tires, whether, again, it's, uh, it's, it's your engine that needs help, uh, whatever you need. Uh, again, uh, the, my friends at Southern Tire will be there for you. Open 8 to 6, Monday through Friday, Saturdays from 8 to 3. 504-737-1558 is the phone number. You're going to go to southerntire.com and check all those services they provide for, your, uh, for, for you, the customer. And remember, there's a reason why they've been uh, at Hickory and Airlines since 1972. Again, taking care of their customers. Owned by the Piazza family since 1972 at Hickory and Airline, it's Southern Tire. All right, um, I want to finish up on, on the Pels before we uh, go to our final break uh, this, this half hour and, uh, and we go to Will Guillory. Look, I said it yesterday. Because of the circumstances that this is going to be the third coach in, in Zion's first three years, and now, again, the, the, the commentary out there that happened this morning with Will's uh, article where, again, Zion's family, does, does, again, think it's, thinks it's a dysfunctional organization, don't think that this is an organization that has enough, quote-unquote, star power for um, – for Zion, this next coaching hire has to be a home run hire. Look, it cannot be a coach that is willing to, quote-unquote, collaborate with the front office on what happens on the floor. You know, Griffin cannot be the head coach, nor should he be. He should be concentrating on the salary cap, straightening that out because he messed it up, bringing in, again, players that fit the coach's system that he hired, and let his coaches coach, okay? Nobody's looking for a Griffin puppet here. Okay, and that's not going to keep Zion in New Orleans. I can promise you that. So, the, again, the ultimate goal should be winning championships so Zion stays in New Orleans. I'll say this. If, if, if Van Gundy was impossible to work with, the players turned on him, and, and, again, he couldn't get them back, well, then Griffin was forced to make the decision he had, he had to move on. And I've got no issue with that. Okay? But this is, about, if this is, a, but if this is truly about more control for the front office, that they couldn't get from an old school coach that wouldn't take direction from David Griffin on who should be playing and who should be sitting. Look, there's got to be a clear delineation between the front office and, and, and what's going on on the bench. There's no doubt about that. You cannot have, again, the, the, the general manager or vice president of bank charge of basketball operations in your ear on who's going to play and who's not going to play. That's not his job. You hired the coach to coach. And look, there's a lot of blame to go around. Let's be honest. This team was soft. 
They couldn't spell defense. They couldn't shoot from three, and they had no desire to be able to defend the three-point line. They squandered leads. They could. They could. They. They. Uh, they um, when. When you look at the situation, uh, they were well, very, very good against the good teams. Very, very bad against the bad teams. They were young and immature by even NBA standards. Even the vets on this team were bust for the most part. Okay, it's a talented roster, but it's an incomplete roster. And the off-season moves that were made by Griffin made it even more impossible to have any kind of cap flexibility to be able to repair that well, problem with the roster during the season. So I mentioned a little bit earlier, everyone shares in, 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 again, this debacle. Stan Van Gundy, David Griffin, the players, and even ownership. And they got to turn it around. They got to turn it around. Right now, when you look at the bylines across the across the uh, the country and around the world, it's all about Zion not wanting to be in New Orleans. It's a dysfunctional organization, uh, a third coach in third three years, firing a Stan Van Gundy after eight months, uh, and, and then now again that New Orleans is is up for possible relocation uh, of the franchise. It's not good press for the Pelicans, and and I'm not sure, again, if there's anybody out there that has the credibility to stand up in front of a microphone and, again, uh, you know, uh, be able to defuse this. Because I don't know if Griff's got that kind of cachet anymore based on what we've seen over the last 24 to 48 hours that's being leaked. So let's hope this thing will pass. Uh, we all know that this team's not going anywhere. But what we don't know is, again, whether Zion's going to be here long term. I could say this. If this is not a championship-type team, he won't be. He'll walk out the door just like we saw Anthony Davis and Chris Paul walk out the door. He will push his way out. They're already starting the process right now, and he's in year two, getting ready to go in year three. So one thing we were hoping for was competence within the front office. And right now, even though, again, I was the one throwing the biggest bouquets and had the biggest man crush on David Griffin when he walked in the door, he's proven me to be a fool for to be buying into this. He's going to have to go a long way to be able to restore his reputation, not just with this talk show host, but with the fan base as well. Because right now, again, he looks like one of those medicine show guys that are going out there hawking their wares, right? Uh, you know, telling you what you need to hear. And he's, again, he's a great wordsmith, and he, and he speaks well. But at the end of the day, the bottom line is winning and being able to hold on to the assets you have, especially when you've got a once-in-a-generation player like Zion and he looks like he's trying to push his way out the door right now. He didn't say it, but there's a reason why the family said it. So don't think it isn't true. All right, we'll take a break. Will Gillery is going to join us on the program coming up next. Uh, you're listening to Inside New Orleans, brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, and Bobby Bear's Cajun Counter Restaurant. Don't move. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we do it all. Whether it's a simple oil change, wheel alignment, preventive maintenance, brake repair, installation of a custom exhaust or suspension system. If you need repairs on climate control systems, cooling systems, electronic or electrical systems, we are the experts. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we are truly your one-stop shop for all your automotive needs. Hickory & Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Craving Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest? Mambo's is open at 411 Bourbon Street. We are offering our full menu. Dine in one of our dining rooms in our courtyard on Bourbon Street's only rooftop balcony. Check out our menu at mambosnola.com. Mambo's is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by delivery from our delivery partners, Chow Now, Grubhub, or Uber Eats. We also deliver in the quarter. Order now at mambosnola.com or give us a call at 504-407-3717. 
That's Mambo's Cajun Creole Cuisine at its finest. Bobby E. Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Get your fix for the food you're craving. Bobby A. Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant's full menu is available for takeout or delivery. Whether it's lunch, dinner, late night, or all hours in between, simply go to bobbyabears.com and click order online. And in no time, you'll be enjoying your favorite dishes you just can't stop thinking about. So for takeout or delivery, get your fix for the food you're craving only at bobbyabears.com. Need the perfect Father's Day gift? Get him a shirt from Untuck It. Untuck It shirts are designed to be worn untucked so they feel comfortable and look sharp all day. They also come in sizes and fits for everybody so you can easily find something in his size. This Father's Day, find the perfect present for dad at untuckit.com or one of 80 plus Untuck It stores nationwide. Use code DAD20 for 20% off your first purchase. Untuck It, shirts designed to be worn untucked. This year, make Dad's Day with gifts from the Home Depot. Save on all the best ideas by shopping in-store or on the app. Choose from new innovative tools, top-rated grills, or even the latest smart cameras and devices for your home. Because what Dad doesn't love? New gear. The best gifts for the best dads. And you'll find them all at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See store for details. Restrictions apply. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Our program today brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants. This half hour brought to you by Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Voted number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. Uh, it's a place where you can go to enjoy a great meal, again, but also a place where you can go and enjoy great sporting events as well. 30-plus TV screens, ladies and gentlemen. Even TVs in the bathroom, you'll never miss a play. I promise you. And especially now where you've got, got the NBA basketball going, you've got, got Major League Baseball, College World Series, uh, you've got uh, soccer that's on right now as well. I mean, if you're a sports fan, you want to be a rare place, you can catch everything, right? Well, i got Bobby A. Bear's Cajun County Restaurant. You get the best of both. Fantastic. 
fantastic menu with, again, great food, incredible cocktails, a large beer selection, 30-plus TV screens, so you'll never miss a play. Uh, again, uh, great memorabilia. It's the perfect combination of uh, Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Find out everything you need to know about Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant at BobbyAbears.com. They're open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. All right. Um, welcome back to the program. Let's, uh, let's head to the guest line. New Orleans' own uh, Will Guillory of The Athletic joins us on the program, doing a fantastic job, and he even kicked it up a notch uh, over the last 24 hours, breaking the story about Zion Williamson and his family. Welcome to the uh, show, Will, and congratulations. Fantastic job. Hey, I appreciate you, man. Thanks for having me on. Will, first of all, look, and I've talked to all the correspondents I've spoken to that cover the Pelicans. I've said the, I've said the same thing to them, and I'll say it to you. It is a difficult job for, again, a reporter that is not on site, a guy that's covering the team on the beat, that's not having a chance to get in the locker room before and after games, uh, be have a chance to be able to be around the players, be at practice, interviewing, getting a chance to be able to see the body language, and also, again, hearing the whispers about what's going on around the organization. You can't do that from a Zoom call. You can't do that from being away from the, from the facility. Uh, but So, again, a lot of the things that are coming out now, most people didn't realize these are coming out through leaks here and there and everywhere. Big, big story that, that, you, um, that you broke this morning along with, again, uh, other members of The Athletic. Uh, tell us a little bit about how the, the genesis of that story, how that came about. Yeah, I mean, we've basically been hearing whispers about all of this for a while. I mean, Stan Van Gundy, we basically started hearing whispers about you know stuff going on with Stan Van Gundy and will he be back won't he be back really right after the season ended and I think it cooled down for a while I believe there was a discussion there were at least you know two or three meetings between David Griffin and Stan Van Gundy uh after the season to kind of get on the same page with what they wanted to do there's an understanding of Stan Van Gundy really not being happy with the situation and then in the last few days you know I just started getting a lot of texts a lot of phone calls that things were heating up and that's where we really dove in on the Stan Van Gundy thing. Uh, but Zion Williamson, I mean, we've been hearing stuff, you know, all season, basically, you know, with Zion Williamson. And there'll be little stuff here and there. And really, it's stuff you hear a lot around the NBA. You know, you hear guys being unhappy about this, unhappy about that. This guy's dad is unhappy about his playing time. That guy's mom was unhappy about this. You know, that's just professional sports on every team. Absolutely. So I think. Uh, you know, I think with Zion, you just started to hear more and more because the losses were piling up. And obviously there was, you know, angst with Stan Van Gundy and the way he was doing things. So then we just started digging into that and you start hearing more stories. And I think, you know, the big thing that we really unraveled, I think, with the story is that not necessarily that Zion is in the same place Anthony Davis was a couple of years ago. Uh, I think he still loves the city. I think he still enjoys being around his teammates. But I do think his family looks at the situation going on with this team, and they're not happy, and they see it going in the wrong direction. And I think it's less to do about the wins and losses. Obviously, that's a big part of it. But mm-hmm. it's just the way things are functioning behind the scenes. I think there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of, you know, not encouraging feelings about, you know, the way things are being handled. And when you fire a coach after one season, it really doesn't help matters, right? Right. Well, I mean, again, the stabilizing factor for the organization was supposed to be David Griffin. And, and when you hear that, again, the superstar's family uh, is, is worried about this being dysfunction within the Pelicans organization, uh, not living up to the standards for a star like Zion, 
it, it gives you a pause because that's why David Griffin was brought in. Yeah, no doubt. And I think we can't 100% put this on David Griffin because, again, you know, some of the things that he brought in Sam Van Gundy to do, Van Gundy just didn't achieve that. That's why he ended up making the move he made. But I do think, obviously, it's on Griff for making that hire. It's on Griff for doing some of the other things that have caused people to have conflicts with him, whether it goes back to, you know, Alvin Gentry and the way he exited. I think he, he that's just ways he needs to handle things differently. But I do think mm -hmm. a, a lot of what he's done has put this team in a good position. I don't think this team is in the same situation as like a Cleveland or a Detroit, I believe. They're right there. Obviously, they have Zion Williamson. They have Brandon Ingram. They've got mm -hmm. some big decisions to make this year in free agency. But I still feel like they're in position to really make a good run next year if they can get the right coach in and get an understanding behind the scenes. But I do think a lot of it starts with David Griffin just making better decisions this year. And he has to because this is his biggest season yet with this franchise. I think yes. the decisions he makes this offseason are going to be monumental for his future and just the future of the franchise in general. The relationship between Zion, Williamson, Zion Williamson's family and the organization, is it salvageable? Uh, yeah, like I said, I, I think this is stuff, uh, I mean, not necessarily to this extent, but you hear stuff mm -hmm. behind the scenes about families not being happy with coaches, not right. being happy with GMs. That's stuff that happens. But I do believe uh, at such a point now where, yes, uh, we can report that people with the, within the family have, you know, expressed a desire to have him on a different team. And I do think, you know, unless David Griffin starts to make some big moves, they're going to feel differently. Uh, I think it's going to take a lot for, for them to feel differently. But ultimately, I mean, this is a decision that comes down to Zion Williamson. I mean, he, he's still a very young kid, but he's a grown man. Mm -hmm. And eventually he, he's going to get to age 21, 22, 23, when it's going to be time for him to really make big decisions for his career. And as influential as his family has been, uh, uh, leading up to this point, uh, I think he's going to start having to make his own decisions. We had this conversation about Lonzo Ball when he came in the wall. How much is his dad going to influence his, his decisions? We hear the dad saying things. How much is that going to influence Lonzo? And we see Lonzo has gone in a different direction a lot of times from where his dad has wanted him to go. Uh, so I think we're still waiting now to see what Zion Williamson is going to look like and how his mind is going to work as he continues to grow and mature and start making real decisions about what his career is going to look like. I think we're still a few years away from that because the Pels still have under control his contract under control for at least three more seasons. Mm -hmm. But there's going to be a time where he's going to have to make big decisions about his career and where it's going to go. And I think his family is going to obviously have an influence, but it's going to be his decision. Yes. Will the, the fact that, well, first, we, we know now the rift between the players and Van Gundy. Is the new the coaching change, the panacea that ails this team, will this change everything, the narrative we're seeing right now with the right hire, does this change the narrative that we're hearing again with, again, the dysfunction with the organization, players not wanting to play for the coach, and, of course, the superstar wanting to maybe possibly force his way out down the line? Well, I don't think anything changes uh, the narrative right now until they start winning games. Frankly, they gotta they gotta get in the playoffs. They gotta start putting wins mm -hmm. on the board instead of blowing these games in fourth quarters and you know giving up 130 points to everybody. So I, I think sure. that's first and foremost. Uh, but I think a big part of the hire is they they need to bring somebody in that's gonna mend some of these relationships and uh, make these guys feel comfortable with what's going on right now. I think Sam Van Gundy. One of his biggest issues was the inability just to get through 
to these guys. It felt like there was never really that relationship you saw with somebody like Alvin Gentry, where it felt like he was so close to the players that maybe he was a little too close, right? That he couldn't give them the hard truth at times because they were so it was so much like a family uh, with that group. But I think with Sam Van Gundy, he held those guys accountable the way David Richard wanted him to, but it felt like the relationship didn't take that next step. Where At a certain point, I felt like the accountability started to turn into friction. And I think there has to be that balance there, right, as a coach, especially in the NBA where – we know these, these stars run these franchises. We can yes. talk all we want about ownership, right. but if you got a star, he's the guy in charge. So you got to find a way how to make that relationship work while also being able to look him in the eye and say, hey, what you did tonight wasn't good enough, and this is how you fix it. What type of coach do they need coming in? Um, just like I said, I think they need somebody who's got to establish that relationship with B.I. and Z. I think that's a mm-hmm. huge part of this. And it's not just being buddy-buddy with them. It's being able to have that mm-hmm. respect where you can speak to each other. And I think somebody that's going to emphasize defense, man. We talk about it all the time. The team just isn't yes. good enough defensively. Uh, they got to make that a priority. That's the only way they're going to be able to compete with some of these teams in the West. And, and it's got to start with Zion and Brandon Ingram leading the charge, being two of the better defensive players on the team. We know they have the ability. They just need somebody that's going to come in and bring it out of them. Is that the recycling of a, of a former head coach, a current head coach, or is that bringing up a top assistant and giving that a top assistant uh, an opportunity to be able to get their first head coaching job, or is that elevating from within? Yeah, I think from the roster standpoint, I think a lot of those guys would love to see somebody from within get the promotion. I reported yesterday Teresa Weatherspoon is going to be a real candidate. Uh, obviously, David Griffin threw a little water on that, but I still think – they're going to take a real look at her. Uh, I think Fred Vincent's going to get the same look. Uh, he's a guy that's been with this franchise since 2010. Uh, I think he, obviously he's a guy that's highly respected. Guys like Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball, uh, and I think also he's. I think David Griffin's going to look around. Uh, I think he's going to be real thorough in his search. He understands that he made a mistake with the Stan Van Gundy hire, and he's got to make up for it in a major way. So I think that he's going to look all over the place. But I think uh, a big thing for me is one a guy who's going to be able to establish that relationship or a woman <laughs> to Teresa Witherspoon, uh, Carl Lawson, uh, we might see names yep. like that, Bob. And, and also I think somebody, I think a former player would make a lot of sense in this situation. Somebody who can relate to these guys a little bit more than Stan Van Gundy to, I, I think that's a big thing for me, just somebody who can have that understanding, that relationship with these guys. I feel like that was just lost with Stan Van Gundy. I said this yesterday. Will Will Guillory of the Athletic is with us. You know, this is not the time for experimentation. You got to get this higher, right? This can. This again. I said Stan Van Gundy from the beginning. There was an expiration date on him. I just didn't think it would be this soon. But I said the next coach would probably be the coach that brings this team to again either a championship pedigree or uh, again uh, an upper echelon team. That has to be that coach now. So again, I I don't know how you can experiment by bringing in somebody that hasn't had uh, the experience or again uh, been been a top assistant. That's the reason why. I look at Witherspoon and Fred, Fred Vincent and say neither one of those those individuals been in the one or two chair on, on the NBA level, and I don't know again how that works. I think again for them the elevation to get an opportunity to get into one of those chairs would be something good for their careers. Uh, but again, to put them in a position where again your back's against the wall and you got to make the right hire, I, I don't know if that again is a situation where Vincent and Witherspoon fit the bill there. But to your point. There are ex-players that are that are that have, have been in that number one, that number two chair 
there uh, that are ready for head coaching jobs that, that are available right now. And a lot of people believe that's the route that this team should go and not, re, not recycle an, an existing head coach or a former head coach. Yeah, I think the two names at the top of that list yeah, for the you know, profile you just put and said was a former player, a uh, guy with a lot of uh, assistant role uh, experience. I would say Anu Doka and Jacques Vaughn are two guys you know, who are highly respected. I think those are two, two names that I would keep an eye on. I think they went really far in the process last year before they ended up settling on Sam Van Gundy. So I would agree with you there. I think those are two prime names. And I think, you know, I go, I go either way with the experience. Because, I mean, we see Steve Nash having a ton of mm-hmm. success right now with the Brooklyn Nets, and he never sat on that first or second. He team. got a lot of talent, <laughs> though. <laughs> yeah, a lot of talent helps, of course. And, and a lot of veteran talent. And I would say also a lot of veteran coaches on that mm-hmm. bench to help him out That's as right. well. So if you were to hire a younger coach, mm-hmm. I think it would be just as important to surround him with staff to kind of pry him up and kind of fill in the areas where he's kind of, you know, not as aware. So I think, uh, of course, there's going to be complementary pieces that go along with the hire. But, again, I think the number one thing for me is they got to find somebody who could just get through the Zion Williamson and Brandon Ingram, have those guys understand what it takes to win and really deliver to them the message that will make them believe that, yes, we can win here. <laughs> it's not about us having a trade for a third star. Like, we have enough here. We just got to get the most out of our two stars. This has been publicly two of the darkest days in the history of the franchise. Uh, does that put pressure on Griffin to get something done quicker than, than, than maybe he maybe wants to, to make an announcement, to, again, change the narrative that we're hearing right now? Uh, not necessarily. Uh, I think it is the off season, so this stuff is going to blow by. I mean, with the pace of the news coming out lately, I think the <laughs> team that's feeling way more heat than them is the Dallas Mavericks right now. Yep, no doubt. You know, David Griffin is taking with his lucky stars. For, uh, you better believe it right now. <laughs> 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 He's not going on. Uh, yes, but I indeed. think you know, I think the big thing for Griff right now, is he's got to get the decision right. I don't think it's not about a necessarily a timeline mm-hmm. or. Uh, how many interviews you got to do. I think he knows he's got to get this thing right. So I think he's going to take a lot of time. I think he's going to talk to a lot of people. Uh, I think he's going to have conversations with people inside the organization because he knows the pressure is on him. Uh, when you fire a coach after one season, you understand uh, what comes along with that. So I think he's going to be real thorough in his search. And, yeah, I think he's going to keep uh, refreshing that uh, the athletic app and just hoping yep. more news pops up and <laughs> keep the attention off of the Pelicans. <laughs> yep. Well, y'all been all over it, that's for sure. Congratulations, my friend. Uh, again, great job. Great feather in your cap as well. Something to be proud of. And, uh, again, uh, New Orleans guy doing good. Tell the folks how they can uh, subscribe to The Athletic, how they can follow you on social media, and how they can catch all this breaking news on the NBA. <laughs> yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Will Killery. Uh, that's G-U-I-L-L-O-R-Y. And check out all my work at The Athletic. Uh, go check out the story we've been talking about. I put up today with us. Uh, with my guys, uh, Joe Varden and Sham Sharania, man, those guys gave me a ton of help putting this together. I got to give them a lot of credit and check out uh, all the work we got coming around. I'm going to continue covering this coaching search, and we got the draft lottery coming up right around the corner. So, yeah, we got a lot going on, man. It's going to be a fun offseason. Appreciate your time, my friend. Congratulations once again. We'll check in soon. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Will Guillory, New Orleans on Will Guillory of The Athletic. All right, uh, don't forget about my friends at Burkhart. Uh, again, if uh, your air conditioning breaks down, 
uh, and nobody wants that to happen, right? But if it does, especially in the hot days of the summer, they will be there to take care of you. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call, Nate certified technicians, highest certification in the industry. But more importantly, a company can trust. Man, look, I don't know the inner workings of my AC. And, uh, again, I have to get somebody that I can trust. I'm not going to sit there looking over the shoulder of the AC technician to see what they're doing. you got to trust them. And you can trust Burkhardt. Burkhardt, again, wants your business, wants your friend's business, wants your family's business. They want that return business. They want to make sure, again, that you're a satisfied customer. They go out of their way to make sure you're a satisfied customer. When it comes to your AC system, you need help. Think Burkhardt. ACpromise.com. ACpromise.com. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon restaurant so good come join us at old new orleans cookery 205 bourbon street open late serving lunch and dinner seven days a week have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic cajun creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard two bourbon street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience old new orleans cookery is perfect for date night order online for delivery at nolacookery.com it's always a great time on bourbon street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Craving Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest? Mambo's is open at 411 Bourbon Street. We are offering our full menu, dining in one of our dining rooms, in our courtyard, on Bourbon Street's only rooftop balcony. Check out our menu at mambosnola.com. Mambo's is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by delivery from our delivery partners, Chow Now, Grubhub, or Uber Eats. We also deliver in the quarter. Order now at mambosnola.com or give us a call at 504-407-3717. That's Mambo's, Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Whether it is your personal vehicle or a fleet account, at Southern Tire, we treat your vehicle like our own. At Southern Tire, we have all the latest diagnostic equipment and ASE-certified technicians the dealerships have without the dealership prices. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor unique vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill. 739 Conti in the heart of the fun 8 a.m to 1 a.m daily we know what you're missing in your kitchen oceana grill get dad the perfect gift now at macy's father's day sale with an extra 25 percent off his favorite designers with your coupon or macy's card that's on top of already great deals for him like swim from club room starting at 9.99 and his new favorite jeans just 19.99 or shop specials like 50 percent off Bulova watches plus get your gifts even faster with same day delivery powered by doordash now at Macy's. Savings off regular sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Installing brand new carpets shouldn't mean putting your life on hold. Enjoy a simplified installation experience at the Home Depot by licensed local professionals. Get an unbeatable selection of affordable styles, colors, and fabrics that are durable and low maintenance, including options that are odor and stain resistant. 
And right now, you can get your carpet installed for free. Get started today at the Home Depot. Free carpet installation on purchases of $699 or more. No square foot minimum. Excludes in-stock styles. U.S. only. See store for details. Perry's Sports Bar and Grill, located at 5252 Veterans Boulevard, offers amazing lunch specials starting at $6, seven days a week. But it doesn't stop there. Perry's offers a full menu until the late night, or should we say the early morning hours. Enjoy catching your favorite sports teams on over 20 big screen TVs featuring NBA, MLB, NFL sports packages, happy hour 11 to 6 Monday through Friday. Come visit us at Perry's Sports Bar and Grill. All right, folks, I want to thank uh, Will Guillory, also Ali Cassell, and Jordi Collada for joining us on the program. Also, uh, want to uh, thank our title sponsor for today's program, Oceana Family Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Ramirez, Cajun, Cajun, Cajun Canada Restaurant, pardon me. Um, you can find everything you need to know about those uh, great restaurants over at uh, ericasher.com. There's a slideshow of our uh, sponsor, sponsor our program. Please continue to support those sponsors. Uh, and as always, we appreciate you guys tuning in and also supporting the fantastic sponsor sponsor our program. Uh, I want to thank Rudy back at studio. Coming up next, the Life Resources Bottom Line Sports Hour with Kenny Trahan and Michael Green. So stay tuned for that. Thanks so much for tuning in. Remember, the podcast will be going up in a few minutes. And, of course, live on WLE-TV. It's the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Chris Hagan is my guest. See you tomorrow straight up 4 o'clock. My name is Eric Asher. From the dog catch to the governor, they all got to go.